Well, hi there. Welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki, and I am the intuitive life and development coach around here. And this is the podcast, in case you're tuning in for the first time, thank you, that where we talk about, learn, and explore how we can live our lives using our first sense, which I believe to be intuition. So everyone is intuitive, and I like to invite everyone to be living via the first sense and then to bring the other five sense into the picture so that we are working collectively and on all levels with our super conscious, our conscious, our cognitive minds, our human self. My intention with this podcast is to help you do that. This week, I am uh, taking up the topic of a word that's been um, flying around lately and in the self-help, in the business world, and I've seen it in other places and people are starting to use it in their, you know, common practice conversation. And have you ever had a word that annoys you and you didn't really pick up on why it annoyed you? The vibration of it, the frequency, something in it just (laughs) got under your craw. And the way that that works for me sometimes is it's a word that'll circle around, circle around, and it'll be there and I'll think, eh, I don't know why that's there. And then I'll come back around and look at it. And then I will, you know, consider, is this something that is coming up for an upcoming reading? Is this something that I need to look at? Um, Or is this a word that is simply showing up because it needs to be looked at a little bit in my life and I could use it to teach or I could (laughs) write about it. So the word I've been hearing lately, and you probably have as well, is the word pivot. Now, in and of itself, it's a great word, right? It means a central point um, or a shaft on which a mechanism turns Um, or oscillates. Uh, It means to, in a verb sense, to turn on as if to pivot, you know, which I don't know if you can really describe the word with its own word. I was taught in school that that wasn't okay. However, in almost every email I'm getting lately about business building or a reputation or the coronavirus related advice, it seems to have that word in it. And you know, I don't think I should just pick on a word as having an issue. They're pretty neutral in and of themselves. Although when I started thinking about it, I realized what was really bugging me a little bit is that the word pivot means to, in basketball anyway, means that you plant one foot, right? So then you can spin and pass the ball to hopefully your teammate, not the other team. And not get called out for traveling. And it's, you know, where we place one foot solidly on the ground and you don't move it. And what that has been, the thing that's been bugging me about that is then that that becomes the central point, right? You're solidly stuck in that place. And, 
you know, everything else will move around you. You're not allowed to move that foot. Now I understand where people are going with this in business that you can't just up and change everything. And in our lives, I don't know about you, but it seems like everything's up and changed. And then the whole, you know, there begins to be this confusion about, okay, am I, do I have one foot on the ground? Do I have them up in the air? Um, what am I doing with my feet? When I was talking with someone last week that actually brought this about in an idea to do it for an episode was I said to her, I just don't think it's a good idea to have one put, foot firmly planted in one spot and not have them be able to move about freely, whether this is in a wheelchair, whether this is with prosthetics or whether this is with the legs that, um, you know, are your own limbs. I, I feel like the message is conveying that we get one, put that one foot in, in the spot and that's going to help you to not spin off. But it seems to me that it's also going to leave you tethered in some way to wherever you are. So, and, and to remain in place right now and not consider that all the change that is happening within us, outside, um, in our, in our community, in our country, in our world, I feel is a bit short-sighted. I understand where they're going with it, in most contexts in marketing and in helping people to not freak out, it's to say, look, you already have this foot right there. You can depend on that foot and that placement. So whatever your business was doing, you know, maybe keep doing that, but think of offering it in a new way. Fine. Great. Absolutely. I agree with that because those of us who hadn't gone virtual, you know, prior to this, you do have to, and I'm working with all my consultant clients that way and thinking about how we can shift and best bring the product or the service or the, um, you know, the essence of our business to others. And so I agree with the idea that we have to look at things in a different way. Um, the reason I thought I would, speak up about this is I, I, I feel like I know intuitively where some people are coming from. I can't speak for everybody. This is my perception, right? But that where they're coming from and wanting something grounded, I feel like that's really what people are asking for right now, because I, you know, at some points it feels like we're all doing the fast feet when you're doing a workout and, um, or even in basketball, when you're practicing or soccer, right, you get those feet moving as fast as you possibly can. I think we're doing that. Um, and I think we need the flexibility and the mobility to be able to assess where we are and then move forward. But I believe the pivot word, it's been used in business before, but it's blowing up right now is because people want that grounded approach. And while anyone who is um, using this pivoting approach, 
I, I'm concerned that it'll create a particular snapback later because, again, the definition of keeping a central point in place, if the whole system, if the whole universe is moving forward and you're committed to keeping your one foot planted, metaphorically or literally, your whole system and body is going to hurt like holy Hannah when the energy force moves us forward and continues to move us forward and you've still got your foot stuck on the green circle of twister, right? It's going to feel like that, like you're twisting yourself inside out because a large part of this whole process that we're going through is to help us to expand, not put in place to help us. I don't want to sound like, you know, it's there to as a test or anything, but just like any other situation, you can use it to learn and to grow. So what I'd like to suggest is that when you hear the word pivot, maybe think about how can I really look at where I am now? How can I assess the the life I'm in, my business, my relationship, my health, uh, my community? How can I assess that? Really be willing to look at it And then how can I use this moment to expand, to grow, to maybe even meet a part of me I didn't even know existed, right? So I feel like if we plant one foot, it... it's the equivalent of saying, okay, the changes I'll make that I'm doing, I'll do them for now until we get back to the way it was. And to uh, just kind of, um, I don't know, hand over some power is what that feels like to me. We're not going back to the way it was. We never go back to the way it was. Rearview mirror. Yes, there are some elements of history that repeat themselves, but that's because sometimes as humans, we're a little slow on the uptake. But we're not going back to how it was before. Most of us are going to expand beyond our belief systems. I said to someone today that I really believe, at least from my my experience, that this is the biggest spiritual experience that I have had in this lifetime and you know with the experience of my husband and his illness and then his passing I thought that was it and then before that I thought it was having kids and before that I thought it was surviving my childhood (laughs) so you know there's always another level if we're willing to look at it to see what is what am I asking of me? Because remember, as a soul, you came in to experience this school of earth. What am I asking of me? And how can I use this space I'm in to stop looking in the rearview mirror of how it used to be or way back when? Memories are great, but we can't live there. You know, the windshield is so much bigger than that rearview mirror. And when we're looking forward, we can take with us all the skills that we've developed in going through those different places and those different growth moments. We can take them and hopefully we'll take them with us. But if you plant a foot and you just pivot around and around, you're going to get dizzy 
And it's not going to make sense because as a soul, you know, as a human, we are here to expand, to learn, to grow, to try new things. And, you know, for some of us, stay at home, that is a new thing. So what I'm suggesting is that we look at this time that we're in and any time that you face a challenge or adversity, this is applicable moving forward too. It doesn't always have to be during a virus. Thank you. I'm suggested that you look at suggesting that you look at is there a desire to be grounded? Is there a desire for you to feel solid within yourself? And sometimes that concept when people say, oh, they're just not grounded is confusing. And I get it because grounded is a very specific experience, feeling, place. Some people, um, like myself, I'm very earth-based. Like I, um, Taurus rising, I need that earth underneath me. Um, ironically, I live on the third floor, but it's okay. It's a solid building. I require, my groundedness comes from being in nature, from running, from um, reading, actually. I get a lot from that. Uh, And other people may get and feel grounded by doing pottery, by their artwork, by singing. It's essentially that feeling within yourself that where you take that deep breath and you're like, "Ah, yep, this is me. It's that feeling that you know, kind of like the air brakes on an 18 wheeler. That's how grounded has always um, felt to me. And there's so many ways to get there. I'm actually going to include a meditation at the end of this podcast that you can listen to um, and to use when you're not driving or walking or, well, you could probably do it while you're walking, but I would recommend that you find a spot to rest first. Um, It gets talked about a lot, again, in some of these emails and wonderful blog posts and everything, podcasts and stuff that are going out that are suggesting we pivot um, when in fact, maybe we are looking to move forward in a a very centered, um, non-reactive, reduce the drama way. Um, When the drama goes down, the joy goes up. So... To me, no matter where I am in life, I have a belief in knowing that I am solid in myself and when my emotions are running high or I'm scared poopless, I trust that I have that space in me because I've spent the time to feel grounded. I know it's there somewhere. It might take me an hour a day sometimes to find it. Um, and to be in it again, but I know it's there. And that's what I feel like people are looking for now is that trust within themselves. Well, look to your history. This is where the rear view mirror does come in handy because if you look to your, what you've already succeeded in, that will shore up who you are. And that's what, what is meant by the word grounded. You're able to have great conversations, 
um, clear conversations, like you're not space cadetting or, or can't remember things. If you're having a really hard time remembering, some of it may be that you're bored um, and you need a little bit more in your life. You might need some more water or protein, but it also can be energetic and that we need a little bit, that you might need a little bit more grounding. And everyone is affected by all these souls across the world who are passing. And that is giving us a slightly ungrounded feeling in um, the astral realm where we go when we croak, but we also go there when we go to sleep. So if your sleep has been disrupted lately, this is part of it. And that's why I also feel like we're asking for grounding. We're asking to feel like we have a, a, um, a support system within ourselves because it may not be in whatever we're experiencing in the world right now. Um, so if it's in self, it's very portable. So when we're being shaken, stirred, moved, rattled, <laughs> jerked around, um, we're also being inspired to grow. So remember when your joints would hurt when you were going through a growth spurt? That's what this is. That's what we're in right now. It's a growth spurt and people are speaking up. They're no longer willing to tolerate poor behavior in relationships, in bosses, in government. Um, people are realizing that they, oh man, did they miss gardening and um, they'll have to commit to this within themselves, but when schedules return to brick and mortar work, that they still make space for that. So I feel like we're learning who we really are and we got so far away from that, um, that this time of growth, if you can incorporate some of the grounding and some of the connection with self, then um, any task you take on any expansion spiritually emotionally physically um mentally any of it you're gonna you're going to do very well um nobody knows we don't really know what we're doing right now but we i truly believe that we're all doing the best some people are getting a little touchy lately um and then you know, it helps to be kind, but also remind them that the world still does not revolve around them. Much like it didn't before, it still does not now. Um, so what does grounded mean to you? Have you even considered the word before? Perhaps this is a new concept for you, um, but you recognize that you felt disconnected or you felt a lack of energy. You couldn't focus. Um, you were uh, not able to tap into the creative force within you. These are examples of, of being ungrounded. So whatever works for you, sitting up against a tree with your spine connected to the tree works really well. Drinking water. I'm not talking about water with a supplement in it or <laughs> water poured over beans called coffee, I'm talking straight up water, fine sparkling water, seltzer, something along those lines, that's fine. But something that allows your, your organs to also ground, to flush that out. Um, one ounce for every, for half your body weight. So if you weigh 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water is your, is your 
base for health, groundedness, cleansing. Um, you can use stones. Some of the darker stones work really well for helping you be in your body. Um, but you can pick up a, a regular stone while you're hiking and ask the earth to help you ground. Sometimes I'll sit on the boulders and use their strength and their um, unmoving uh, commitment to the earth as a shoring up of my own system. Um, so looking at the um, reality of a situation can be very grounding. You know, when you take away the big adjectives and the drama and all that kind of stuff, looking at the data of a situation can be very grounding. Um, so there might be a, a project that you're working on that involves uh, getting your finances together. And while that can feel like it can send you spinning, the actual act of doing it and getting it done will create a grounding within. So there's all different ways to do this. Um, not joining in on the drama with someone and remaining in a calm space. <clears throat> grounding. Breathing. Well, brings you back to your body. Also very grounding. It looks very different for everyone. Um, much like the pace at which we move forward looks different for everyone. There are some sprinters in the world. There are some uh, marathoners in the world. There are some of those of us that are like um, back of the packers, it's called when you're a runner and you, you're less than, I don't know what it is, 11 or 12 minutes uh, a mile. Um, I don't know if that's mid-pack or bad pack. Anyway, there's some that will take the slow and steady route and still get there. You know, the miles are still the same, but grounded, groundedness looks very different on everyone. It does not have to look like you're sitting there all serene like the Dalai Lama with this, his cute little smile on his face. Um, it, it may not look like that for any of us unless we're mid-meditation and blissing out. So it may look like you're taking a walk and you look at a bird and you have a kind feeling or um, you have a feeling of peace within yourself. It will eventually look like you're able to have conversations where you're looking the person directly in the eye or you're at least paying attention so well that you're very present. Um, and when you're grounded, there's not as much head chatter. This is my favorite part. It, the only thing probably that would have gotten me to meditation and seated meditation and breathing was that I once read somewhere, probably in the Dalai Lama's work, that it will bring a calmness to your brain. And my brain used to run so much that, you know, just conversations and chatter and internal dialogue and stuff that wasn't really pertinent to my life, really. It was just a survival mechanism. And I know a lot of people have this going on in their head. So groundedness typically translates to a calm head. Um, one where you have thoughts and you bounce back and forth between I think I feel, I think I know I feel. And you, you kind of do the circuit there. 
So again, pivot is a perfectly good word. It's an effective move in sports. I'm just not sure that it's applicable in the time that we're in now. We have to look at what is right in our face and address that first. Then gather our knowledge, our strength, our humor, and our skills, and then we can take the steps necessary to move forward. And if I feel like grounding is one of those steps. So uh, the pivot word, it is good marketing because it's a noun and a verb. And um, it strikes people in, in some way and doesn't really freak them out. It's not a complete change, but a slight pivot. And I just think that sometimes that's sugarcoating. Um, it's, and that always backfires. Uh, we aren't in pivot mode. We're in gather your lifetime of skills and get to getting mode. Um, this isn't just a shift in strategy. This is a whole shift in life. Um, when you speak of the realness of what you're going through and when you address it and then you create plan from there and you allow yourself to feel, but you don't allow yourself to be overcome by the feelings, then those feet that are bouncing and the, the, um, spaciness and the short circuitry can calm its butt down. And then you may just find that you enjoy evolving. Um, and that's what we're here to do during COVID-19 or any other time of your soul's flight here. So my suggestion is that you look at your feet actually, um, and you look at your life and you consider, is anything moving forward? Am I striving for anything? Do I have a goal of any kind? Am I exploring? Am I being curious? Um, because numb and coasting, it's not going to work anymore. There's such a powerful surge coming through us energetically to release the patterns that are not serving that if you're not looking at them and you're not at least addressing take a micro one. It doesn't have to be a big one. You're not at least addressing that you have some growth to do. There's going to be some, um, really challenging emotional times. And there's always, always, there is already going to be a need to heal from this. There just will. And it, it may take decades and hopefully we don't drag it out to the next generation if they haven't gone through it. Um, because most of the little guys are doing pretty well during this time. We could take a cue from them, couldn't we? So pick your feet up, move forward one step at a time. Uh, remember my statement of micro movements matter, 3M? They really do, um, but do it with a grounded sense. So there's a connection between your intuitive self and your humanness, your intuition, your knowing your soul trusts that while this is, this human thing is challenging sometimes, it's also a blast. So you can do it. You were made to grow, evolve, expand, move forward. Um, your soul came in with that desire and you might be saying, geez, Vicki, I am tired. I don't know if I want to do a return trip. That's valid. That's extremely valid. Take your moment of tired and then 
Allow yourself to feel it. Breathe your way through it. Look at your feet and ask them, want to move? Want to go forward? Because then you take the judgment out of it. You make it a request or an inquiry, right? And less of a, you're not moving, what's wrong with you? Um, Because this time is about removing toxic behaviors. This virus is toxic to the body. So are patterns that are no longer serving us. So um, let's give grounding a chance, shall we? Um, Being solid in self and able to surf the circumstances. It does not mean you're stuck in place. Quite the opposite. It means that you're able to travel and to explore and to um, find out what really matters to you. Be willing to ask the questions. So let's save pivoting for baseball, basketball, um, maybe some of those mechanisms that steer arms on lawnmowers and wherever else it is amazingly uh, helpful. Um, But when it comes to life, how about we step forward? So thank you very much for entertaining my view on a word. Uh, Let me know if there are any words that strike you in any way, because I really do believe if they're creating some kind of rub within ourselves, that there's learning to be done there and that there's usually something fun in it. The next time I'm able to go to basketball practice and my layup is never going to look like a good layup, but I'll think of this when I'm doing the pivot and it's appropriate. So thank you very much and enjoy the meditation. So let's begin. First, you want to find yourself in whatever position feels comfortable to you. Seated, lying down, leaning back against a chair or couch or wall, whatever feels the most comfortable to you and whatever position you can maintain for about seven minutes would be wonderful. So let's begin. First, you're gonna take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Let's do that one more time. In through the nose, out through the mouth. And one more. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Letting your body know that we're going to be still for a few moments, that the shoulders can come down and the rib cage can relax and we can find ourselves in a position of feeling fully supported by whatever you are sitting on. So one more breath in, through the nose and out through the mouth. We're gonna start with our attention on our left foot. So on the sole of the foot, bring your mind to that place. Feel the sensations that may generate when we pay attention to that part of our body. 
So as you connect in with the arch of your left foot, you're going to imagine that there's a vine there. And this vine is going to begin the grounding process for you. And you're going to, in your mind's eye, in your heart center, in your solar plexus, however you receive and most process energy, you're going to imagine that that vine is coming out the bottom of your foot and going down through the building you're in. And it's gonna travel very peacefully at whatever pace works for you. Remember to take deep breaths as we go, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And as that vine travels down through the building, it meets up with the Earth's surface. And that vine is gonna continue down through the Earth's surface, through her amazing grass, through the layers of dirt, down through rock, and all the elements that make up this great big beautiful blue ball that we all live on. And as your vine continues to travel, it's going to come to the center of the earth and there's going to be a boulder there. That's your boulder. It is for you to use in order to create a grounding experience for yourself. So take that vine and allow it to wrap around the boulder as many times as feels intuitively safe to you. Very good. Nice deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. We're gonna bring our attention to your right foot now. You may notice that there are some sensations starting in that foot as well, activating the chakras at the bottom of the foot. And we're going to travel the same way that we did with our left foot. We're gonna go down through the building, creating a new vine, meeting up with the earth's surface, traveling down through the amazing layers of dirt and sustenance that she gives to us, through the rock, through the many layers to the boulder. And once again, allowing yourself to feel intuitively how many times that vine wants to wrap around. It may be different on this side, and that's perfectly okay. Very good. Nice deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. And as you become aware of the vines on both sides of your body, 
let's just take a moment and find the balance there. Feel, see, intuit, know what you feel your balance is. And then once you feel centered, nice deep breath in and out. Now we're going to travel up these vines and we're going to do it in a very even manner. And when you travel up the, the vine, you're going to imagine it being filled with this beautiful white light. So energizing the vines as we come up. So let's start at the boulder. And here we go. Light up as you come up through the layers of the earth, thanking her for her service as we go. Traveling, and you're expanding your light, and you're bringing it up through the vines, and you're reaching the level beyond the solid rock, and you're coming up to the earth level where you can feel the dirt, you can feel it start to give way a little bit. Keeping that light shining on the vines as we come up through and as you come through the earth's surface and you feel the air on your face and you bring the light up through those vines and you find yourself traveling up through the building that you're in or maybe you're seated outside and you feel this energy come up through the earth center. And when the light reaches the bottom of your feet, we're going to continue to bring that on up through our bodies. So nice deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. And as this light travels up over your ankles, bringing with it any kind of healing or adjustment that your particular body could use at this moment. And as the light travels up past your calves, meets up with your knees, travels over your quads, your thigh area, deep breath in and out. Bring that light up past your hips. And we're at the root chakra. We're going to give the beautiful energy a little bit of boost as it comes up through your chakras. It's going to clean them out and rebalance them. So nice big breath in at that root chakra at the base of your spine. And we travel up to your sacral, just below your belly button. And we're 
up to your power center, which is that solar plexus. Remembering to take these deep breaths in and out at your pace. And we're up in the chakra of the heart. And let's take a nice moment here to feel the love for self, the love for others, and the love for this earth that's giving you the grounding and the energy. And then as we breathe that light up, it comes up through the throat chakra. And then it travels on up to the third eye. Just above your physical eyes, in the center of your forehead. And then you're going to breathe that light up through the top of your head, up through your crown chakra. And you shine that light like the flashlight you are. Nice deep breath in. And out. And as you shine this light up, you're going to bring it around you. You're going to allow it to fall like a waterfall. And it's going to come around you in a nice big circle. And we're going to have this light surround your auric field and give you a nice spirit squeeze, a little hug, a nice level of energy that allows your centers to remain charged throughout your day. So bring this light down and imagine it coming around you and then meeting back up with the bottom of those feet. Very nice. So let's take a nice deep breath here. Very good. Take your time and enjoy the energy that you have just created. And allow yourself to feel connected to self, to others, to earth, spirits and when you feel ready become aware of the room of the space that you're seated in bring your eyes up halfway and really take your time adjusting and coming back there's no need to rush nice deep breath in and out You have done an amazing job spending this time with self. And I do hope that you practice this whenever you feel you need grounding or a connection to self.